everybody. This is Father Tom Provenzano welcoming you to this special bonus episode of the Acts Podcast. This is the third day of our novena to St. John Bosco. The focus of it is Don Bosco's loyalty to the Church and to the Pope. And as always, uh, I will have the text of the novena uh, down in the section below so that you can follow along and pray with it. There'll be a, an opportunity for you to add your intention as we pray. I'll pause for a few moments, but if you, you need to pause a little longer, that's okay. Just, you know, where the pause button is on your, on your device. You can, you can, you, you can do this. You can handle it. You got it. And, uh, then we'll, we'll continue the prayer on through. So let us without any, uh, further haste, uh, begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From the Holy Gospel according to John. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He then said to him a second time, son, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that he had said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. From the Biographical Memoirs, Volumes 4 and 5. United in heart and soul, rally around your shepherds, who have always taught you the truth. Jesus said to St. Peter, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against her. For I shall be with her shepherds forever and ever. To Peter and to his successors, and to no one else, did he say this, Whoever tells you anything contrary to this is deceiving you. Do not believe him. Be firmly convinced of these great truths. Where P St. Peter's successor is, there is the true church. The only true faith is the Catholic faith. One cannot be a Catholic unless he is united with the Pope. St. Peter is the apostle whom the Savior himself called blessed and who received the keys of the kingdom of heaven with, with authority so to bind and to loose. He is the apostle whom Jesus commanded to keep his brother steadfast in the faith, ordering him to give his sheep, the church's shepherds, and his lambs, the faithful, the pasture they need for their spiritual and eternal welfare. He is, in short, the apostle whom Jesus Christ delegated to govern the church and who, in fact, did govern her after our Savior's glorious ascension into heaven. Don Bosco lived in a in a very turbulent time in Europe and in, in Italy in particular. It was a time of Italian unification, and it was a time when uh, secular governments were beginning to rise up and to really challenge the power of the church and to assume, you know, certain authority and 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 to take on certain roles that really had been the 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 domain of the church up to that point, I'm thinking particularly of healthcare and and education. And in Italy, there were very severe laws placed 
on the church, limiting her, lim- limiting her ability to function, and kind of defining down what uh, the practices of religion were. And in fact, it was uh, illegal to even found religious orders. We'll talk maybe a little later on in another reflection uh, about that, that Don Bosco actually was trying to found a religious order uh, at a time when it was actually against the law to do that. But not only was he receiving opposition from outside the church, he was actually receiving opposition from inside the church as well, because he was really proposing something that was novel something that really was different, this vast movement of people dedicated to the salvation of the young. But he had a great patron. He had a great patron in Pope Pius IX, who did promote and did do everything that he could to help Don Bosco along on his journey. And there was a real kind of filial bond, father-son bond between Don Bosco and, and, and Pius IX. And so you might say, well, it's no wonder that Don Bosco had these very strong feelings of devotion to the Holy Father. And certainly, you know, we're, we're all human beings. We like, you know, having affirmation. And certainly Don Bosco appreciated the affirmation as well. But, you know, Don Bosco's loyalty to the Pope was not something that was that was so superficial that it was affected by, you know, personal likes or dislikes. Uh, Pius IX's successor was Leo XIII, a great pope in his own right, but he and Don Bosco didn't quite have that same relationship. It's not that they didn't get along or anything like that, but it's just that, again, it's just, it wasn't the same relationship. It wasn't the same close kind of filial father-son relationship. And there are times maybe when, you know, Leo seemed a little distant, and there were times when decisions needed to be made, and these decisions seemed to go against Don Bosco. And in fact, there was one, you know, such case where Don Bosco was having a dispute, uh, I believe it was with his his local bishop, and uh, Leo came down on the side of the bishop, and one of his, you know, one of the Pope's own advisor said, well, you know, like, Don Bosco is really very loyal to you. I mean, is this really the, a good decision to make, to do to someone who's, you know, been so loyal and good to you? And he says, well, Don Bosco's a man of the church, and he'll understand. That was kind of Leo's uh, point of view on that. And in a way, for Don Bosco's part, while, again, it wasn't this close, you know, clingy, friendly relationship, when Leo came to him and asked him to oversee the building of Sacra Corte, the Sacred Heart Basilica in Rome, Don Bosco did not, did not hesitate. He did not hesitate to, un, to undertake this endeavor of traveling around Spain and France, uh, raising money in order to build the Basilica, and then personally overseeing the building of this basilica. And many believe that this this project actually took years off his life. But, you know, Don Bosco's belief really was that any, there, there was no effort too big, too great, that he would not do for the Holy Father. And it didn't matter who the Holy Father was. It didn't matter if he agreed with him, 
on maybe on some decisions that he made. It didn't matter if he had a close personal relationship with him or not. What mattered was he was the Pope. He was the successor of St. Peter. And and that's the thing that, that mattered the most. And so a request of the Pope was to Don Bosco in order. And he, again, in this case of building Sacro Corte, really went all out and really, the, like I said, really practically killed himself doing this, uh, you know, for, for the Holy Father. And so today we pray for the Holy Father. We pray for the Pope. He is the successor of Peter. We know that, that you know, we, again, we live in, in troubled times. We live in times where at times the, the Pope is attacked, and sadly sometimes the Pope is attacked from, from within the church. And this is something I know that Don Bosco would never tolerate and never put up with. No, we are, we are loyal to the Holy Father. We love him. We are loyal to him. And yes, maybe we are living in difficult times. Maybe sometimes things are hard to understand. And I'm not suggesting somehow that, that we should not maybe question some things. But always knowing who Peter is and who the Pope is. He is the successor of Peter. And he is the one who has been given these keys. And he's been the one given this great mission to confirm the brothers in the faith and to feed the sheep and to help lead them into green pastures. And so let us, let us maintain our devotion to the Holy Father today and always. The Novena Prayer. O St. John Bosco, you nurtured a filial love for the Church and the Pope, and you courageously spoke and wrote in, in their defense. Pray for us that, inspired by your example, we may be faithful sons and daughters of Holy Mother Church, and may likewise love and honor the Holy Father as the Vicar of Jesus Christ on earth. Through your intercession, may God grant me the following grace. so that together with others I may assist in bringing young people to the love of the Church. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us as they are daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. St. John Bosco, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, thank you for participating today in this novena, and we'll have the uh, next uh, novena the day up tomorrow and the fourth day and uh, we'll maybe have something a little bit later talking about St. Francis de Sales so keep, keep a good eye open because today is also the feast of St. Francis de Sales alright God bless all of you please pray for, pray for me and know that I am praying for you bye bye